G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. It's National Stroke Week and the Stroke Foundation says being prepared can make all the difference. The foundation says too many Australians are unaware of their stroke risk and the steps that can be taken to reduce that risk. We're on the line this morning is Foundation spokeswoman Karen Bailey. Uh, she had a stroke herself five years ago. Uh, Karen, good morning. The, the thing about stroke is that it affects more than just the patient, doesn't it? It's, it certainly is. And stroke does affect a, a whole family, not just the person who has a stroke, whether that be um, the adult children of an elderly person who has a stroke that then they then need to provide care for, or whether it's somebody like me who is a person of working age who has, has a partner and children who are affected or indeed um, parents whose children might have a stroke. It really does affect whole families. Certainly, I'm, my wife's dad, um, he has, in fact, had a stroke in the last couple of weeks. It's a TIA, that little little stroke that you can get, but the, the accumulation of those is, is a similar effect. And my grandfather, I remember, um, had a massive stroke, and, and it does, it changes life for a whole family, and I think that's what people perhaps don't realise. Yeah, I'm really sorry to hear that, Alan. It, it 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 really brings it home when it's somebody close to you. And um, when I speak to groups in a volunteering capacity on how to um, minimise their stroke risk and how to recognise the signs of stroke, invariably um, the majority of people in the room know somebody who's close to them who's had a stroke. Yeah. Are there are there risk factors that we can spot in advance so so we know? You know, to to keep an eye on ourselves or a family member who maybe has has those those factors. Very much so. Um, my own stroke was caused by a problem with my heart that I'd had since birth and didn't know about, and allowed a clot to get into oh. an artery. But the majority of strokes are caused by lifestyle factors, and um, there, there's things that we can do to modify our risk. Um, the, the biggest single cause of stroke is high blood pressure, hypertension. And the, the best thing to do is um, to see your, your GP regularly and, and get your GP to check your blood pressure while you're there. And um, they recommend different frequencies of blood pressure checking depending on, on your age. But for people of working age, you know, see your GP at least once every year or two and get them to check your blood pressure. And as you age, um, get your blood pressure checked more more frequently and follow your doctor's advice on how to manage your blood pressure. Another big cause of stroke is high cholesterol um, related to to diet. And um, again, you can modify your diet and bring your cholesterol level down to some extent, but um, see your GP regularly and have your fasting cholesterol level checked. And again, follow your doctor's advice on how to manage your high cholesterol. I know too many people who, who have had strokes and, and indeed heart attacks associated with unmanaged high blood pressure and high cholesterol. So so the, the biggest single things we can do to modify our stroke risk are um, to, to manage our blood pressure and our cholesterol, to um, 
eat, eat healthy foods, have a diet rich in fresh fruit and vegetables and lean meats and be active. I guess a part of it is that a lot of the the those factors like high blood pressure and, and high cholesterol, they're hidden, aren't they? That there are no signs from yeah, the outside. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, I have spoken to some people who have high blood pressure who talk about getting headaches, but that's very rare. Yeah. For 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 almost everybody, you can be walking around with high blood pressure and have no idea that that you have it and it's really a ticking time bomb. Yeah. May I ask what what effect your stroke had on on your life? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, So um, I I had no warning signs and no idea that a stroke could happen to me or that I was at risk. And I I went to bed one night and before I fell asleep, I had a massive stroke. It was a major clot in one of the main arteries that led to my brain. And it caused total paralysis in one side of my body. So my, my face had drooped and my, my arm and my leg, I didn't know belonged to me. They were totally paralysed and I didn't know they were mine. Um, but fortunately, I... I rolled over in bed and fell on the floor and my partner turned on the light and realised something was very seriously wrong and phoned an ambulance. One of the the things about stroke is that most strokes are treatable but um, those um, treatments are time dependent and you need to get to hospital very, very quickly and the faster you get treatment, the more of your brain they save because every minute that goes by parts of your brain are dying because they're deprived of oxygen. So I got quick treatment. The treatment to um, treat clot-based strokes is um, super blood thinners administered intravenously. So I received that thrombolysis treatment and it dissolved the clot and got oxygen back into my brain. And um, um, five years on, it really has um, minimised um, the the impact of my stroke. At, at the time of my stroke, it was life-threatening. Um, my partner was being told that they didn't think I was going to survive the night. Um, I was told the next morning that I would never return to work and I would never walk again. And five, five years on, um, if you looked at me, you wouldn't know that I'd had a stroke. All of the impacts of my stroke are... Are hidden. I I I I walk. I run. I look after my children. I I I drive. I'm a high functioning stroke survivor, and that's because I got quick treatment. But I do have ongoing impacts that are hidden, um, predominantly around um, sensitivity to lots of noise and busy environments, and um, mental fatigue. Um, and um, pain through my central nervous system associated with my stroke. But um, compared to um, the prognosis of um, either um, not being alive to care for my children or um, living a life where I was dependent on others to meet my everyday needs, I've come out of it pretty well. We're in the middle of National Stroke Week this week, and and that's why we're, we're talking to you. It sounds from what you're saying that that actually National Stroke Week is is important because a great deal of this is is being aware of of what stroke is, what causes it, and what to do if someone has one. It, it's a, an awareness rather than anything else. Oh, absolutely, it is. And one in six Australians will have a stroke in their lifetime, and most strokes are preventable, and many strokes are treatable. 
So we don't need to have statistics that high and we don't need to have the number of families affected from the figures that you were quoting at the beginning. So um, the messages for Stroke Week are... Uh, um, you know, be, be be healthy. Know what your own stroke risks are. Be proactive in managing your own stroke risks. Um, be 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 the best person that you can. Visit your GP and um, be proactive in managing your health. And um, be aware. So know what the signs of stroke are. And there's an acronym for recognising the signs of stroke. And that acronym is FAST. F A S T. And the F stands for face. When somebody has a stroke, one side of their face might droop. The A is for arm. When you ask somebody who's just had a stroke to lift both of their arms, one of their arms won't come up or won't come up to the same extent as the other. They'll have arm weakness. The S is for speech. Um, the person who's had a stroke might not be able to speak or um, they might be speaking gobbledygook. You might not understand what they're saying or they might have trouble understanding what you're saying to them. And the T is for time. Time is absolutely critical in seeking treatment and you need to dial triple zero. So F-A-S-T, pardon me, face, arm, speech and time. Karen, it's uh, been great to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed for your time. Very much appreciate you sharing your experience with us and hopefully we can we can stop a few strokes, which would be a great outcome. Thank you for joining us on the program today. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.